podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the latest video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout as we look ahead to Fantasy Premier League Game Week 27. My name is Joe and today we're looking to see how the pundits and elite managers in the great and the good league at Fantasy Football Scout are getting on. So who are these managers? Many have multiple strong finishes and in Ali's case he's actually won it. Uh, Black Boxes, Mark and Az, myself, Seb and Andy from the Scoutcast and many more all in this list of 18 managers. We'll also look to second guess their next moves, especially with chips set to be deployed over the coming weeks. Now we have the FA Cup out of the way. The free hit chip in 29, whether or not they will use it, it will be a key point of discussion. Um, as ever, I'm joined by Greyhead, who compiles this table. Greyhead, welcome. How are you? Very well indeed. Uh, looking forward to a game week of relative normality uh, yeah. before we start planning ahead of the blank. Yeah, a rare, a rare single game week before, uh, after a blank and... For a double in 28, but that's for um, the next video and podcast. Um, okay, what I'll do is I'll put the table up to see how um, myself and everyone else got on uh, in game week 26. Um, there's a lot of red there. So, yeah, what's, what's the theme? <laughs> um, just two seem to have got a green arrow. Yeah, no, it was a sea of red this week, uh, I'm afraid. I think a lot of it was almost like a hangover from the uh, the double game week uh, the previous week. Um, well, obviously, people went in heavy on the uh, the Liverpool players, and so they had to kind of take hits this week or try and uh, recover, really, a bit in terms of making transfers to kind yeah. of prepare for the weeks ahead. So, uh, yeah, lots of reds this week. And uh, Mark Mark was the kind of really only the... Well, Mark and obviously FPL mode, Andy both mm-hmm. got green, but yeah. uh, Mark was a bigger one because he gambled on Saka. Rightio. Okay, so yeah, I mean, nevertheless, uh, a lot of the greens and the reds, they're quite minimal as well. So, I mean, looking down the list, uh, so Mark's green arrow was 1,600, which around his rank is pretty good because obviously he's he's 13,000 now overall. But with Andy, just 500 places and he's 74,000. So... Um, so that that's not as much, and, and then also people like say Seb went up, uh, got, a, got went down with a red arrow, but only four hundred and forty-one. I mean that's borderline a grey arrow. Um, uh, myself, I got uh, two thousand two hundred forty-one. I just went down from fifty-five k to fifty-seven k. So that that was quite a theme. I think it was only. I'm just looking down the list here. And it's only really Tom who had a stinker. Uh, 112,000 he fell down. And he's now just outside the top 300,000. Um, Ali as well, who also captain Saka, um, uh, got 130... Oh my God, there's so many digits here. Um, <laughs> it's 108,000 rank drop. Um, and he's now he's now outside... Uh, well, he was outside the top million and very much outside the top million. Yeah. But he'll be back. He'll be back. Like you say, he's a manager who kind of swings back and yeah. forth every week. But uh, no, like you say, lots of minimal moves. I was hoping for a grey dot this week from one of you, but uh, yeah. but nobody quite managed it. Oh, so, uh, I was I was so close. I was really I was really looking forward to that. Um, but it was Bowen really. I think I think if Bowen hadn't have got his hat trick, because I, I don't have Bowen, um, I think that that was the drop there was about four thousand according yeah. to live FPL. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, no one no one had Bowen. No, no one allowed no. it. Well, I was surprised that not yeah. one of the um, these managers actually had him. To be honest, I thought one or two might have just kind of yes. picked him as a, you know, fun pick as it were. But yes, um, that but was no. good. Uh, I think did Ariola get a save point? It was one of those weeks where we, where you look at where you see those uh, uh, memes on Twitter of people like, <laughs> enthusiastically 
welcoming yeah. a save point. <laughs> you know, well. it's a dodgy week when the yeah. save points have been uh, counted up along the way. Yeah, but, so uh, an I appearance mean, point. Um, the points there, five hundred. Uh, yeah, fit, so fifty. 52 point uh 52 58 64 65 53 that's the theme i don't think i think everyone is between tom at 41 and uh, you're oh. gonna help me there seb 65 and he took a minus eight though so he's yeah that's it's it good, Everyone, it's everyone's good, in the four- yeah yeah, I mean, Mark Mark obviously got the highest score because, that, but but like you say, it was all it's all within that range, so no big movement more than anything else. It was just, um, yeah, like I say, I think um, Mark, Mark gambled on the Saka cap- captaincy, yeah. and then uh, Mark obviously he also had um, Leon Bailey, who even be picked quite a while ago, and finally yeah. came good. So. Yeah, um, yeah, Leon Bailey could be popular for game week twenty nine, whether people are free hitting or not, because of course Aston Villa do play, uh, albeit away at West Ham. Um, let's have a look at the transfers that were made. Now, I was off last week, so um, I was not swept up by the, the love for Huang. Um, but a lot of this group were. Um, yeah, yeah what, what's the main story of the transfers this week? It's all about Wang. Yeah. <laughs> it was all about Wang, basically. All about Wang. And then, uh, <laughs> no, I'm afraid to say he was, uh, he was uh, the one that everyone uh, moved to. I mean, for very good reason. Um, they'll see him. They had a great fixture. Um, he'd, he'd been doing well before he went off on that international duty. So um, I very much got the rationale. I think um, obviously a lot of people are kind of gambling um, that uh, that Wolves' fixtures may well drop into game eight twenty nine. So he was the, very much the kind of the popular choice. Um, and then the other transfer was obviously Solanke, and that was more in preparation for the double game week 28. So looking to get them in. Ironically, they've both got niggles, injuries, so um, not looking quite so good um, in hindsight. Okay, so this is um, going, we're recording this on Friday morning. There's press conferences taking place on Friday. So we should know by the time you see this, uh, we'll get this out around midday-ish. Um, uh, you should perhaps know uh, what the situation is with any of those players. Um, so it may be that they are definitely out. Maybe that they're, they're doubts. It may be they're, um, uh, they're, they're fit to play. But yeah, I just counted up while you're talking there. 14 out of 18 got Huang in. Um, myself is not included there, but I did get Solanke in. And I think the, the theme there was people were moving off some of their Liverpool assets, uh, particularly, obviously, the ones that are injured. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it was a fair. It, it kind of, it was kind of logical um, process, really, because, like you say, they invest in Liverpool players beforehand. Yotta, obviously, unfortunately, has got that injury, so he was immediately an obvious move out, um, and obviously that's where um, Huang came in, um, and then obviously Darwin. It was um, time to move him on, and like I say, start to prepare by bringing in Lanky as well. And it, a lot of people were taking hits, as, as I said. Um, and so therefore it's easy to kind of hide hide those minus fours and start preparing yourself for the for that double game week 28 and the blank ahead as well so i think there's about 15 hits in total between them all um and a couple of them took minus eight so i think that was seb general and um yeah i think it's seven general maybe andy as well took okay. minus eight and all in terms of kind of preparing themselves for what's to come okay so if like me you had darwin moved to solanke or watkins um, and those with Jota, I didn't have Jota, so I didn't have Jota re- to remove. But if you had Jota, an obvious move was the popular yeah. bandwagon of the week, which was yeah. Wang. Uh, but as you said, no one went for Bowen, who would have been the more lucrative one. 
Yeah, no one for Boeing. Um, I think uh, Douglas Lewis was um, was uh, Tev's one of Tev's movers. Part of his minus eight. So that was a good move. Um, and again, I think that was when we talk about the uh, the free hit possible free hits um, coming out. I think that was part of his plans to avoid that in uh, in game week twenty nine. Okay, um, so let's have a look at how what the template looks like now. So um, we've got a sort of a team sheet here um, and a percentage of how, how many teams they're in. So from there, we can see that Foden and Saka are in pretty much all of teams. Haaland is in all of teams, as is Watkins. Uh, Solanke's in, two th- in, in sorry, three quarters of teams. De Bruyne only in a third, just over a third of teams. Uh, Gabriel in pretty much most teams, nine out of ten teams. Stupinan still knocking around there. Ariola is the goalkeeper of choice um, in two thirds of teams. Uh, Saliba um, in just over a third of teams. So that Arsenal double up there. Meanwhile, Debravka's pretty well owned as well, as is Alfie Doughty, Pedro Porro, and Palmer. Palmer's in three quarters of teams there. So um, Palmer, I think, was about. 100% as now is 72%. So, um, uh, yeah, I mean, th- this is this is interesting, isn't it? He, ch- it's Being away from a week, this has totally changed. <laughs> it's yeah, not what yeah. I would have expected. No, no, absolutely. And I think um, we, we did call some of the moves. Um, um, I mean, obviously, Doughty, we did say um, the, uh, he was going to mm-hmm. go in. Um, De Bruyne, as you said, that was interesting. Not as many of them went for him as I thought they would do. Um, during the double and then a couple have sold him uh, this week as well um, but no the main the main shift in the template um, over this week was obviously the Liverpool Exodus and then bringing in um, those um, those two in terms of Slanky and Wang I think it's going to be I think there'll be a, uh, there won't be much movement in the template this week um, my prediction will be Sun might be the only one that uh, joins the ranks I think that will be a replacement for Wang I think a lot of them um I've got quite a lot of money in the bank. So, um, you know, looking at kind of five to six million in the bank. So um, that's Mark and, and Az and um, I've kind of got that kind of money. So I think that's an easy upgrade. Yeah. He, he plays in that blank and like I say, he's got a good, goodish fixture against Palace. Yeah, I think Son Son's good for all strategies. So we'll come to whether we think they're going to free hit in 29 or not. But I think that's a good prediction around Son because if you are, aren't free hitting in 29, you'll probably want Son in because he's a key player that week. Also, Spurs have good fixtures um, going on and they have a great fixture this week against Crystal Palace and arguably for Son, perhaps next week, they have a really good fixture against Villa and their high line, uh, which yeah. could help Son. Um, so, yeah, but even if you are free hitting as well, you know, he's still a good player to get in, especially if you've got Chance. There's 14 out of 18 managers have Chan who could be injured and out this weekend, and as you said, they've got money in the bank. Um, I, I, it, it won't be for me, so I can reveal that won't be for me. I don't have Chan. I don't have five million in the bank. I've got about three million in the bank. I don't want to remove any of my midfielders, particularly. Um, and I, so I'm on the. I've got De Bruyne, um, ah, yeah. who who is interesting this week. Um, blanked again in the league, and then whipped up how many assists? Four, five. Yeah, yeah he went uh, crazy during the cup game, didn't he? <laughs> So he's against Manchester United. You would think he's going to play. De Bruyne is going to be an interesting dividing point, I think, amongst this group of managers. Yeah, again, De Bruyne was a differential, really. I think um, for those who kind of held him through the um, the pain that was the um, of the missing one of the games during the double, um, but he lived up to his name, like I say, in the, in the cup match. So I think he'll be back there as well. So yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting that the, the Manchester derby. Um, he'll, I think he will. Yeah. 
very likely play because they want him for that that big game. So I think he was rested in preparation for this and upcoming fixtures as well. So uh, yeah, I think he could be a, a good call for this weekend. I think looking ahead, um, I will be. So if I'm similar to other De Bruyne managers in this group, um, I'll play him this weekend. He seems fit. He's just come off the back of a huge amount of assists. It's Manchester United. Big game, Kev. He has another big game, uh, Liverpool, yeah. in game week, uh, just looking at the uh, the fixtures. So, yeah, he's got Liverpool in game week 28. Um, so, yeah, I think that also, you know, he would likely to play that one. But I'm less sort of... Um, I'm, I'm looking to sort of move off of Manchester City and I think other managers might be looking that way as well. So that's a week when I might actually get Son in, even though he hasn't got a double that week and it, and I'll probably be free hitting in 29. I'll still, I still think Son has a very good fixture and then he's in place for me when my non-free hit team comes back in game week 30 so I can go straight into Luton at home for Son, yeah. where yeah, he's captainable. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that will be a popular move to kind of to, to move him across. But uh, but it's interesting because, like you say, um, De Bruyne is a big game player. I mean, the Liverpool fixture is probably not going to be low scoring, <laughs> so um, you suspect he's going to get something there as well. But uh, I think it's, it's, it's the, the Sun move is probably more sensible because, like I say, high line. You mentioned that already, and the fact that they get Villa, and then you've also got him ready for um, uh, game week thirty onwards as well. Yeah, so I think it'll be one of the themes of game week 27, this is our prediction, is it's basically going to be Son v KDB. Yeah. That's going to yeah. be the... I don't think many teams are going to have both. I don't think any will. No. Uh, I might be wrong, but I, I do think it'll be between them. So uh, the game week, probably, because there's so many similar players here, with like Haaland and Watkins, etc. The game, it could be one of those game weeks where it's just those one or two players is going to be the difference. Unfortunately, I mean, for, for swings... <laughs> That's pretty. That could be huge because Kevin De Bruyne and Son are both big game players, yeah. <laughs> um, and they could do well. Yeah, they, they will be the swingers this week. I'm not, okay, well. righty. Um, let's have a look. I've got a. I've got a thing in my notes here. It just says free hit or not. So, um, I've got a table here. So, what 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 are we looking at here then? Um, yeah, what what are we looking at here, and what does this tell us about free hit? It's a brand new game show, free yeah. here or not. I mean, it's it's going to take over the, uh, the take over the uh, the quiz shows by storm. Um, but no, um, it, it's basically I just wanted to just have a quick uh, check in, almost like a sanity check, um, to see how many players um, these managers have got um, already set up uh, for the blank game week twenty nine, um, and then really just trying to to think through. So what are they going to do? What's going to be their decision making process as into whether or not they're going to use that chip or potentially leave it to um, the other uh, favoured option, which is that game week 34 when there's going to be that kind of awkward, awkward double that they're planning for as well. So there's a lot of debate about whether to, to use that chip in that in that 29 or whether to dead end really or kind of up, you know, as in make transfers so you kind of got a minimum of kind of nine-ish players for that for that area as well. So having a look at this list, um, you can. See, Seb um, is obviously top at the moment in terms of having seven players. Uh, I think that's, I think he's almost like made that move in mind when he talked about took his minus eight this week. So I think yeah. he was kind of preparing mm. for that one. Um, and as you go down the table, I think it's less likely. I, I, at the moment, I think the, the the tipping point for me is that kind of like have you got five or six mm. players? And obviously, yeah. that that that's going to be the interesting one in terms of which way uh, which way you go. Okay, yeah. So as you said, Seb has got uh, Pau Torres, Douglas Louise, Watkins, who's got a Villa triple up. He's got Flecken, he's got Alfie Doughty, Richarlison, who could be injured this weekend, but available in yeah. 29, we'd assume. 
Uh, and Porro could be injured. Uh, we'll have we'll know more. Perhaps when you're watching this, you'll know more. Um, and uh, but you would think be available in 29. So it's it's, it's a good seven as well. He's got three transfers left. Um, Luton. I was just trying to second guess Seb here, but um, Luton are playing twice and playing 29. Is my understanding. Yeah. So he can get a couple more Luton. So I think someone like Ross Barkley might come in. Um, uh, and so, and it's just players like that. So he can, he's got three transfers with a hit. He can get 11 out just one hit. He can get 11 out, which is pretty amazing actually. Uh, and it's a, it's a not bad 11. He'll probably want to get Tony in. He might want to get Bowen in. So Tony Bowen and, um, another Luton player. I think he's, he's all set if he's already got, um, Solanke. Um, no, so yeah, he's put, he's put himself in a good position, I think, for that piece as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think, and, it, and like I said, I think it, he was one of the few that um, I think has gambled too strong a word, but has kind of like put his, you know, put his cards on the table in terms of he's really going to kind of go for that kind of a to, 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 to dead end or prepare for it and not use the free hit. Yeah. Whereas I think a lot of the other managers are sent to kind of like you know still waiting you know if you look at the the numbers of uh, players and they're all like say, it's a five six but then also what players have they got in that five or six have they got the key players and that's going to be the key tipping point around whether or not you use that free hit so have you got like say you know, your are villas you kind of triple villa have you kind of got um son have you got maybe bowen have you got maybe tony these are the these are the players that are going to be um, the, the key decision point as well and then and then also i think another factor that people need to think about is it's luton so if, obviously, if you go through this strategy of wanting to to build towards that blank, then you're going to have to invest in Luton. So, and no disrespect to Luton, they could come very good, and Barkley may um, have a have a fantastic double, but um, it, it does mean you're gambling a bit on that. Um, on they, that I mean, yeah, they have Crystal Palace away, Bournemouth away in the double, yep. and then Nottingham Forest at home in 29. So you would think that's actually quite a good fixture. Then they have Tottenham and Arsenal, so it gets bad, but. You can bench them. And of course, you mentioned Son there. Um, I don't know if Seb has already, he obviously hasn't already got Son. I would imagine he will be another looking at getting Son in because that would fit with his uh, non-free hit strategy. I'm I'm fairly confident. I'm 99.9% sure Seb is not going to be free hitting. in 20. Yeah. That would be insane because he's very well set up for it. Down the list, though, you mentioned five or six is the tipping point. Um, so let's go with some of those. I mean, there's a lot of managers mentioned. We're not going to mention all of the managers and all no, of the, but we'll just pick a few out. Sofa with six. He's on a tipping point. Six is good. He can get he can get ten or so very credible players with maybe a hit, but his players aren't as good. He's got Ariola. He's got he's got Cash. Who place could be at risk? Yeah. Watkins good. Richarlison good. Cabore not so good. Yeah. Porro good. So. Really, he's got sort of three or four yeah. of the of players. Yeah, and I think that's what you need to think about. It's not just, the, you know, the numbers. It's who you've got in those numbers. And also, we've got injuries to come yet. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's a couple of weeks away. So, um, it's, um, I, I, that's, why I, that's why I see this week will be a kind of wait-and-see week. I can see a, a few of them, like stuff, and maybe roll the transfer. Just, to, mm. you know, just wait and see, see what happens, yeah. and they can uh, decide what to do. Yes, indeed. And also, um, you've got to think what they're saving the free hit for. So Seb will have this in mind. So game week 34, ideally, it's it's set to be... We're not sure what the doubles are going to be. They're not set to be as good as 37. 37 looks perhaps better for a bench boost. 
So the free hit could be good in 34, but game week 34 could be rubbish. <laughs> it could it could have terrible fixtures. But either way, if you're set up well for blank game week 29, chances are you're possibly not well set up for 34. You might want a wild card before that uh, or and then use the free hit to sort of meander that. So it's sort of a very flexible strategy, I think. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so far, I'm not sure. I'm not sure which way he's going to go. I think he's. I think he may not free hit, but it all depends on what what, what he thinks about free hitting 34. I think. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, and then but you look at someone like Prance. I think he's only got five. Um, but mm. and I think he's already kind of stated publicly he's not looking to free hit, even though he's only okay. got five, as it were. So. Um, so and I think and then you've got people lower down the table like yourself and as as yeah. is well. Yeah, I'd imagine he's going to free hit, um, yeah. and I, I suspect you will do as well yeah. using my predicted powers yeah. um, in terms of what's going to happen on that piece as well. But uh, yeah, no. But I think flexibility is key. I know. I know it's kind of a often repeated phrase when it comes to FPL. But uh, yeah, the, I think the more you can give yourself the uh, the choice as we get closer, I think the, the better position you're going to be. In. Yeah, those those with five players. So those watching and listening might have five players, and they might be thinking, "Oh, you know, I'm in that boat." And it's it, it, you, it, it's a tipping point, but it's really going to depend on the quality of what you got. So as you mentioned there with Prowls, Prowls has Ariola, not so great. Pau Torres could be good. Watkins, Richarlison and Conser. So he's going heavy on um, Aston Villa there. He's got some good players in place. So yeah, he can use f- uh, with hits for transfers or so to get a pretty credible um, team out in 29. However... Um, also on five, for example, is FPL General. He also has Arioli, he also has Powell, he also has Watkins. But then he has Poro and Bell. And Bell is the annoying one. So that tips him down to maybe four. <laughs> um, and, 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 and I think that's the theme there. But then once you get down to four, those who've got four, so if you're watching and listening, and I think this is going to be a lot, judging by this, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of these managers, the vast majority there have just four players so it's really going to depend on the quality there and i think a lot of these will be free hitting um mark for example with four he's got bailey watkins alfie doughty and porro he could go either way here but then others for example um looking at tom Ariola, taylor burnley watkins and barkley i think he's gonna free hit and then uh yan this is Jan is interesting because he's got Ariola Watkins, Alfie Doughty, and Gibbs White. He can go either way because Gibbs White's a really good differential, I think, for twenty nine. You don't see many Gibbs White there, but no. he's, he's he's held for quite a long time. So um, and he's um, yeah he's quietly ticked along. You know the hall here and there. So that's um that's a good pick, and I think certainly the Forest players, if people do free hit um, in game week twenty nine, I think Gibbs White will be a popular choice. I think the other thing to think about as well is also the wildcard strategy as well. So, I mean, in terms of, you know, does then that mean that you're going to wildcard in 31, which I'm sure will be quite popular, or do, are they going to say, right, no, we're going to almost like plan to get through to game week 34 and then uh, wildcard in 35, ready to take advantage of that bench boost because you have more information about who which teams are going to be doubling in that game week as well. So that's going to be a factor. And then, like I said, it's, it's almost like... Um, there's also a bit of, uh, in terms of the double game week 28, do you back Luton or or do you back Bournemouth? Because obviously if you free hit, you can invest a bit more in Bournemouth in uh, double game week 28. And they've got two very good fixtures. Um, 
for myself, I'll, I'll do what I always do. Moderation is key. <laughs> and I'll have a bit of Luton. I'll have a bit of Bournemouth. <laughs> but I won't go overboard on either. Um, and then once you get down to, I mean, just to finish this table off, um, if you are watching and listening and you're like me and Marco, you've got three players. In my case, I've got Ariola, who I don't particularly want, Watkins and Alfie Doughty. So I've technically got two good players. There's no way I can get a credible team, even unless I spend a vast amount of hits, and that would be counterproductive. So a free hit is pretty much locked in for me. Uh, well, it is locked in. I will be I will be working towards it, and then so for my my wild card, I'll be looking to see what I can do for thirty four. I might wild card before that, but I I, I what my aim is to wild card in thirty five, set up for a bench boost in thirty seven, and just have a good good end to the season. Um, Marco, he's got Watkins, Ariola, and Kufau, arguably worse than me. So he's got double West Ham defence. So yeah, if you're watching and you're like me and Marco, um, free hit. Um, if you're watching and don't have the free hit, and there is some in this group, Az hasn't yeah. got his free hit. No, he, no, he, no, Az, no, Az has. He hasn't boot. got his bench boost, That's but it. John Ballantyne, who's a very good manager, ah. he was in the Hall of Fame. He he played his free hit during, during the double game week 25. So he oh. went all in on that, which again, unfortunately, didn't work out because that wasn't as explosive as we thought it right. might be. So, so yeah, so he's going to have to find a way to, uh, to to navigate it um, without that. Um, again, there's the, some people have been talking about doing a early wild card, you know, even wild card in this week to try and navigate our way through. So you never know; he might be one that decides to go down that path. I think the way the fixtures are, because of Man City's game against Manchester United, then they play Liverpool away. I think if any of this group are going to wild card, I don't think it's going to be this week. I think it's going to be in 28, but early. I mean. So we might see one or two wild cards in 28. And it might be some of those that are a bit further down. Um, see, Tom's coming off a bad game week. Um, and he might decide to he wants to refresh his team, uh, as might think that as well. Um, although he's had a bit of an upturn in recent weeks. but So some of those players might, but I don't think we're going to see any this week. Okay, okay. well, we'll wait and see. But uh, tomorrow, uh, next week, definitely. Um, yeah. Uh, we've got two, uh, a couple more pictures to put up um, before we go, um, just to see how they're doing. Um, this is captaincy. So, what, what, what's this table? What's this table showing us? Uh, yeah, it's just um, a quick look at the uh, the captaincy metric. So, it's it's one I always do focus on because, um, as always, it's about twenty five percent of your score. So, mm. it's worth focusing on yeah. captaincy um, and following um, all the advice you can get on that piece. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just kind of shows. Harlan is dominant, really, 50%, as you expect. It would have been a lot higher mm-hmm. um, had he not got um, that niggly toe injury or yeah. whatever he got. Yeah. Um, so, um, so that's that. And then I think Salah is only at 25 24%. Um, interesting there, it just flags the manager from the league who has captained him the most. And obviously yeah. Fabio is there. Just an interesting point about Fabio, which I think people... It's been said before already, but Fabio, I think if you if you notice, he always goes for tried and tested players, not just looking at this season history, but also thinking about previous seasons. So hence why he's always got um, a lot of faith in Mister in Mister Salah. Um, and then the rest, it, it kind of shows that it's not really being great for differential captain picks because obviously um, those who have done haven't really kind of succeeded quite so much. Um, but this week could be interesting, like I say, Saka. We might see him go up. Um, I might see a few sackers, um, particularly because he's um, he'll do well against that flank against the uh, Sheffield United uh, defence. I'm sure. 
Yeah, these are the most captains um, in the league since game week one. Yeah. Um, so those percentages are, you know, how how you know how long's been captained fifty percent of the time by these managers all yeah. season. Two hundred thirty-seven times, Salah one hundred sixteen times, and as you said, Fabio there, and the average points. So the average points of, of us all by captaining Haaland is 16 points. Every time we captain Haaland, we're getting 16 points. Um, Salah, 17 points. Alvarez, 19 points. And other Man City players have, are also quite strong. De Bruyne, 12%, uh, t- sorry, 12 points on average. Foden, 14. So these have been good captains. And as you said, going a bit different, Solanke, um, the average points there, just three so he's been a bit of a letdown. Saka and Watkins and Darwin all on nine and Son on seven. So good, okay, but they're not in the elite. So the Fabio, the Fabio picks of Haaland, Salah, um, they've done very well. But Alvarez, that that surprises me actually. Alvarez has has actually done quite well whenever he's been captained. Um, yeah. But we're probably not going to see that anymore with De Bruyne back. No, unfortunately, yeah, Alvarez is very much the forgotten man, I'm afraid, now that um, De Bruyne and Haaland are back, uh, backfiring. But, uh, yeah, it's just not been as... Um, I don't think it's been the, the season for the, um, the the differential captain, really. Or, or if you, if it has been, you've had to get it right, yeah. effectively. And I don't necessarily think it's, um, it's been that easy this season to do that. OK, and final slide. Um, what does this mean in terms of points from captains? So we, we know who they've captained, and we know in general, what the average points are that, you know, getting captaining Haaland, Salah, Alvarez has really paid off. Um, the other ones less so. Um, so who's who's top? Who's got the most points from their captain? Who's who's the weakest? Yeah, the, these are the ones to, to follow, uh, as it were, if you want a bit of captain advice. So, uh, so Jan uh, Kepski is right up there. Um, I think he's done particularly uh, well this, this season. Um, I think notably, do you remember that, all that back when we had the uh, the double game with Luton? He bet he bet on uh, Morris against Harland, and that really helped him. Oh, um, right. I think he was the only one that uh, that did that. Um, Fabio, obviously, again, um, he's really kind of risen up the rankings. Like I say, he's he's been very good when to go for Mo over Harland. I think that's kind of worked out really well for him. Um, yeah, no, and, and then you can see who's at the bottom. I'm not going to mention yeah. anything. Okay, yeah, and then Harry, I'm going to mention me. I'm fourth, <laughs> but 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 I'm fourth within a within a tight yes, pack, yes, uh, which absolutely. includes FPL absolutely. General Andy, uh, etc. So there's only about ten points between us. Um, so I've done all right, um, yeah. and uh, but yeah, further down the bottom, Tom 362 points compared to Jan's 442. So big difference, there's an 80 point difference, absolutely huge. Um, and as as well, 368. Um, he does like to go a bit different with the captaincy. And Ali as well, who goes very different with the captaincy, 372 uh, yep. points. So, yeah, absolutely huge differences there. Um, yeah, yeah. Greyhead, thanks so much for joining me. Um, yep. uh, that was really interesting. It was really interesting to for, um, for me to look at these managers. And I hope it is for everyone watching and listening as well to see what these sorts of managers are doing and what they might be doing with their chips. Because I think the number of players they've got the quality of the players they've got for 29 you know will chime a lot with with people watching and listening and thinking well you know how shall i wild card shall i free hit when shall i wild card and those types of things so hopefully they're quite similar um just a reminder do press that like button uh really helps us out do do remember to subscribe so you keep up to date with our latest videos and podcasts and do check out our latest membership offers at fantasyfootballscout.co.uk so you can get access to some of the some of the sort of insights and, and stats we've just been showing um there but in the meantime, um, 
Great ahead. Good luck with your game week. Um, let's hope you you beat all of these managers. <laughs> well, I'm close. I'm close to doing it. I'm just ahead of Mark at the moment, but we shall see if that yeah. continues. So um, anyway, yes, no, all the best to you as well, Joe, and everyone watching as well for the game week to come. Take care. See you soon.